Hey guys, welcome to the mission update. Enjoy the intro and maybe a quick ad, and then we'll get into it. Hello, and welcome back to a very late week seven. This is like, I don't know, week 14. Anyway, today on the show, we're talking about uh, the importance of relaxing and reflecting. Uh, we've only got two more of these today and then hopefully next week. Uh, but to start off, to understand why these two words are so important, we kind of need to understand uh, what they are. Uh, first, we have relaxing. And this is the reduction of tension or anxiety. And then reflecting is to think deeply or carefully about something. Now to go back to the original question, why are these words so important? Let's start first with relaxing. We're actually going to take this to a bit of an analogy. Uh, many of us will already know this analogy and this concept. Uh, when you're working a muscle, uh, in order for a muscle to grow, you have to put it under tension, under stress, and you kind of have to tear the fibers inside in order for them to repair themselves and to grow. But that repairing phase and that growing phase uh, where it fixes itself and it becomes stronger actually happens not while you're working out, but after you have already torn the muscle and you're resting it. This same concept goes for our everyday lives. Now, Shirley Hook starts to talk on this topic. Uh, she was a writer for the article, Why is it important to take time to relax? Uh, she points out three specific and most major ways in which relaxing helps. Uh, first, we have namely, it helps you to focus. Second, it can be useful in tackling new and existing problems. And then third is re-energizing re for the next challenge in your life. Then, while talking about how relaxing helps to re-energize and help you to overcome the next challenge in your life, she's quoted saying, we all need rest, both physically and mentally. Your boss wouldn't expect you to work 24 hours without sleep. You'd burn out. The same concept goes for tackling new and existing challenges, uh, especially when pursuing success. Resting allows your mind to step back, to recover, and then come back at it full of energy and ready to go. Y'all remember Alex Harmon. If not, go back and watch or listen to the willingness to collaborate episode, he added a lot on the topic of working with others. But during that episode, Alex Harmon had a very interesting and insightful comment. Of that, My journal has helped a lot, weirdly enough, because um, I'll look back in there and see where I was at, where I was at spiritually, physically, mentally. Um, and rather than comparing myself to others, comparing myself to my past self, which sounds really cliche, but it's it's true. It works like everybody says it because it. Now, this quote was taken as we were discussing not comparing ourselves to others in order to succeed and learn from others and use that to better overall improve ourselves. But this same concept goes for relaxing and reflecting. Uh, he's taken the time to build up a habit where he looks back on his past self through journaling and he sees growth he sees improvement he also sees what didn't go so well and what worked and what better way to learn than to see what went wrong and then to change that to maybe get rid of that and spend that time doing something or trying something new that might yield better results there's an article that was published on the online publishing site of entrepreneur 
The article's name was 10 Bedtime Routines That Will Help You Reflect, Relax, Sleep, and Succeed. And it agrees with this topic that we're talking about right now and is quoted saying reflecting at the end of each day even just for a few minutes can have a big impact on your future now this was actually implemented by a researcher by the name of carol delwix and they did a research on mindset and student performance the point of this research was to prove that students aren't just born smart but it comes as a result of patience hard work and persistence this program then implemented and became a study program that is implemented in schools and this program's primary objective here i'll read it to you is to help students build learning skills through monitoring their own progress and reflecting on which learning study and other objectives work best so they've taken this this program in which reflecting is necessary to look back on past data if you will in order to improve Anyone who has tried to design or build or create something understands this quite well. I remember back in one of my engineering classes, our goal was to create the fastest CO2 car. And there were multiple groups within the class that we would compete against in order to see who actually did the best, who followed the process and reflected back and was able to designate which things were working and which weren't in order to later change their designs to fit and to work better to create the fastest car. But for those of you who don't know what a CO2 car, it's basically a little car that you design. It has a hole in the back for a CO2 cartridge. These are metal cartridges. They kind of have a pill shape to them with a nozzle at the end. And then when they hit that nozzle with like a pin, it punctures a hole and it sends the car flying down the track because those those cartridges have been pressurized with carbon dioxide. And what we, as my personal group, decided to 3D print our car. And first of all, we had to start with the math. We had to go through with the design. We had to create everything on paper. Then we took it to CAD and we designed it that way. Then we sent it off to the 3D printer. We got it printed, brought it back, tested it, ran it through the track, tried to get our times as low as we can. And then we'd Go back after we've done all that, go back to the math, see where maybe we can improve. Back to CAD, see which designs aren't working as well, why it isn't working as well as we want. And then back to the 3D printer for maybe a new car. And we do that over and over again until we, to the best of our abilities, had built the best car that we could in order to improve our chances of winning in this competition. Now, we could have just done our first car, kind of set it off, and if it was good, we could have just been like, all right, sounds good, we'll race this and hope for the best. But we decided to look back at the results of what was working and what wasn't. We decided to reflect back on what had just happened in order to better our car from it. And then we can also take this principle and put it into our everyday endeavors. Look back on maybe what didn't work on that project at work or what didn't go well in our last football game and change it and practice on that and reflect back in order to see where our weak points are in order to become better. So remember that taking the time to rest your mind and body and then to relax and recover is extremely important. There's a line from the Book of Mormon in Mosiah 427 that says it is not required that a man should run faster than he has strength. And obviously we don't take this as you know, sit around for days or even a weeks on end doing nothing. Uh, this just means take the time to recover, relax, and then get back at it 
Uh, life is hard. It takes hard work. It takes an immense amount of energy, especially when we're trying to get good at anything. And we are going to need the time, though, to step back, to re-energize, to come back at it again. Many of our goals and expectations will take time. So remember, you're going to need periods of rest to keep going. Then take the time to reflect and learn from what you've already tried and use it to remove mistakes and flaws and grow a little bit more each time. Again, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Joshua Fry. I'm out here in Fort Worth, Texas, just serving my mission, enjoying my time and sharing a little insight and doing a little challenge for myself while out here. So thank you again for watching. I enjoy making these things. If you enjoy it, please feel free to let me know. Maybe I'll have you on an episode or something like that. I don't know. I'm still figuring this out. And we will be right back with a missionary update, like the first one in a long while. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the less formal part of the podcast, the missionary update. I haven't done one of these things in literally a whole transfer. So obviously, I'm not going to tell you guys everything that's been going on for the last forever. I mean, I am just talking to like shirts and pants and clothes as I'm sitting in this closet using all the fabric as like a sound buffer so I don't get echoey. But anyway, total rant there. Uh, yeah, we're just going to hop right into what's been going on. I had an entire transfer with Elder Barrows, and that's where I think I left off on the last one. I don't think I actually threw a missionary update in that one, though. So I was with Elder Barrows for a while, and we taught a bunch of people. We found a ton of deaf people out here, and so we're slowly building up, you know, finding that deaf community out here, because as far as we have found, most of the people are in Dallas. But we have been able to find a couple more around in our area. We've actually built up a large number of people who want to hear the gospel, and it's been really enjoyable to just teach them all. Less of our time has been spent finding, while a majority of our time is teaching, which is so amazing. Oh my goodness, I don't know how many missionaries can actually say that, but it is such a blessing. I love Fort Worth so much. I have noticed that in some parts of the area, there's like a stench in the air, which is really kind of interesting. I'm not used to that, but it's okay. It's not everywhere, so no stress there. Um, as, uh, probably mentioned in earlier episodes, I can't remember the nickname I gave her because of privacy rights and all of that. So for today, we're going to call her Janet and Janet. Oh my goodness. So amazing. She has taken the invitation to be baptized. Uh, she was originally scheduled for the eighth, but now she is on the 15th. And from there, we're just going to hopefully get her along going through the temple and doing some work for her. Uh, family that has passed on and we're super excited to be helping with her oh and we absolutely adore her and her mother-in-law real quick cool story about her mother-in-law uh she is from hungary and speaks hungarian sign language but she does know a little asl that's where we're able to communicate but it's still really hard um but these people are definitely the definition of what it means to be texan her mother-in-law which is she's easily you know 70 years old or older uh, had surgery one day and then three days later we video called them to see how they're doing she was out mowing the lawn and we were like oh my goodness no 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 don't don't do that we'll be over we'll come help uh take care of all that and we'll get the area the elders that are close to your area to come take care of that but anyway we love them and it's amazing we're teaching some more people 
And it's super cool. One of the, and I won't, I don't want to call them investigators. One of the people that we're teaching, uh, honestly, isn't even like just another person that we're teaching. She has genuinely become like a friend. Uh, she's super cool. She asked some of the best questions like I've ever seen in my life. Uh, she's part of a different church, but is interested in the church. And so we've started teaching her and it's been so amazing. And so we'll just, you know, whenever she has questions, we'll be going through our day. We'll get a text and she'll be like, Hey, I'm curious about this. And we'll pop an open, open a call and we'll just right there, like in the middle of lunch or something like that. We'll just start answering questions because she's super cool. And it's super awesome to teach somebody who's so into it. Um, but that was about it for the first transfer. Now we're on to a second transfer. And just three days ago, I got my new companion, Elder Johnson. And he is a absolute stud, total amazing man. He's actually my trainer's trainer. And for those of you who don't necessarily know um, like about mission culture or anything like that, there's a funny joke that goes around as so your trainer in the mission field is called your like mission father, pretty much just because, you know, just like a dad raises a son in real life, your trainer raises you in the mission field to become a missionary pretty much. And so my trainer's trainer is who I'm with now. So he's my mission grandfather. Uh, but it's really fun to serve with him. And we have been getting so much work done out here, just teaching everybody that we can, just going around. We finally have been able to get out and do some like tracting but not tracting because it's just going around to people who have said that we're allowed to stop by and then they're really old like contacts and so we'll go knock and it's basically the same thing but it's not if that makes sense anyway it's a lot of fun we continue to teach all of our asl classes and we have a another woman uh let's see what's a fun nickname for this one we're gonna call her mm, how about Lynette. We're going to go with Lynette because that was the first name that came to my mind for whatever reason. But we're going to call her Lynette. And she is uh, a little bit closer to our age. She is deaf and we've been working with her and we're extending the invitation to be baptized in the coming weeks. And we're super excited for her. She's really cool. She's kind of shy. Uh, she doesn't like asking questions very much. So we kind of have to coerce them out of her. But that's okay. Uh, she really loves the gospel. Her mom really cool story, had been praying for the past 10 years that her daughters would find the gospel. And so finally, you know, ta-da, and it's been really cool to work with them. Uh, as far as anything else goes, I think that's the major points for the last forever that's been happening. I'm just honestly, I'm so excited for all the work that's been going on here. It's been so cool. Uh, if you guys ever want to send mail, uh, I am more than happy to. Most of you that will be reading this or listening to this will be able to see uh, my emails. So, yeah, if you ever want to send me, like, legit mail or anything like that, I'd love to receive letters. And I always reply back. Uh, I actually have massive stacks of letters, which I, yeah, I don't know where they went, but it's insane. I don't know why I was looking for them either. I can't show you guys. Anyway, uh, yeah, I love you all so very much. I can't wait to see your beautiful faces uh, on Facebook or whatever. See what you guys are doing. Love to stay updated with y'all's lives. Um, yeah. And all my missionary friends out there, keep it up. You guys are amazing. I love you all. The work is great. Church is true. And I'll see you on the flip side. Bye.